0: Hey, everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to, And yeah, go check it out. Now, let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those sales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for eight plus years now.
1: My name is Riley. I have bartended in the past.
0: <laughs> We're just getting so... What's the what word I'm looking for. Not generalization, but broad in our openings.
1: We're getting so... Uh, I mean, you could say obtuse, you could say vague.
0: Vague, yeah, that was the one I was looking (laughs) for. (laughs) So if you're not familiar with our lovely little podcast, we read stories about bartending life from the guest or the bartender experience and maybe dabble in the hospitality industry altogether. Then we talk about it, maybe go over what could have been handled differently, if there was an asshole, if there was a hero in the story. Then we rate it on a scale of one to five, one being your average bar story five being a unique situation that we have not heard or seen yet. So we like to drink on this podcast because we're a bartending podcast. So mm-hmm. why not? What are we drinking today, Riley?
1: I don't know. What are we drinking, Carl? <laughs> it has orgeat in it. Yep. And it has Campari in it.
0: Yep. Um, so I we ask each other what we want to drink, and the other person goes make something. And has Riley Smith and Cross
1: in it. <laughs> has lime juice in it.
0: There's three other ingredients. I know. <laughs> so I made a seven part daiquiri, I guess. I don't know. I'm calling it the dirty bird. There's probably our drink called that.
1: But. Okay. So does it have, it doesn't have Dr. Bird in it then?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. it does? Mm-hmm.
1: So I've just gotten four out of the seven ingredients. Yeah. Five. Oh, I got five.
0: You're missing. Yeah. Maybe there's only six. Okay. So there's lime juice. Uh-huh. There's a Thai or Jot I made, uh-huh. which is just almond coconut milk. Thai chilies, ginger, and lemongrass infusion. There is Campari. There is Dr. Bird. There is Smith and Cross. What? Why? And.
1: plantation Zimaka.
0: Hamilton Overproof Demerara Rum. Jesus. So there's six (laughs) ingredients. (laughs) Guess what I call the dirty bird for. (laughs)
1: Do you want me to be able to stand?
0: I don't give a shit what you do. You're sitting. (laughs) We don't do this podcast standing up. All right, let's. I've not tried. Neither of us have tried this thing yet. I'm
1: gonna have to roll the dinner, (laughs) sir. (laughs)
0: Roll the dinner. Cheers. This is gonna be amazing.
1: It's
0: actually pretty good.
1: It's got so many big things in it that they're all just kind Can't. of boring now. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh. Oh yeah, and the overpooped demerara rum—that's the biggest component in the whole thing.
1: Naturally, because why wouldn't it be?
0: Hey. This is a Carl Bush
1: concoction after
0: all. Yep. And then we have two light beers in case we want to, <laughs> in case we need that to. We got a Yingling and a. Spotted cow. We're going to read a couple of stories for you. Talk about it.
1: You know, sir, you're a real dick.
0: And she's talking about the cat, not me.
1: I mean, if the shoe fits. I
0: have pretty big feet. You you want to go first or you want to like me go first?
1: Uh, go ahead. Because I have a feeling that I'll be able to read better after we get this down than you will. <laughs>
0: All right. This, I just Googled bartender stories and this one happened to fall on it. This is in the subreddit called Ask Reddit. And it's a threaded story called Bartenders of Reddit. What's the best, worst conversation you've overheard or situation you've seen from behind the bar? And then a bunch of people just listed their random stories.
1: Mm -hmm. And you found one that's interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. All right. So this was a comment from Wage underscore slave 12 years ago. I was a bouncer for five years and got some time behind the bar when it was slow and I could make it a couple hours early for my shift. During the levels and dumping the cooler into the front bridges, I hear two women at the bar casually talking. Of course, just being there, I quietly listen. Female A. So he was pretty good in bed. We even had a joint afterwards and cuddled. It was awesome. I just feel so bad that I didn't tell him. I mean, he seemed okay with it and he said he would call. Female B. Well, that's kind of a bitch move, don't you think? I mean, I have told guys when I'm on my period before, well, before anything going too far, I hope he calls, but you should just be happy he didn't kill you. Female A. Well, it looked like he had murdered someone when he turned the lights on. It was everywhere. I didn't think I was having a heavy day at all. You should have seen the handprints on the wall. One was on the poster he had up up for clockwork orange. At this point, I'm doing my best not to die laughing or toss my cookies on my clean bar. Back to the cooler to get a couple more cases. And upon my return, female A is on the phone and female B orders another round. When I put the drinks down, Female A pulls the phone from her ear. Female A, hey, is your name Bouncer Dave? I go, well, just Dave, but yes. What can I do for you? Female A, I'm on the phone with your roommate. Glenn says hello, and to get back to work, slacker. Me, dot 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 <laughs> dot, 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 dot dot. Thinking for a minute, takes a quick look of horror. and remember, Glenn just bought a Clockwork Orange poster. He hung it up oh, no. just above the bedboard of his bed. With the world's worst poker face, I try to muscle out a laugh when he, when the look of terror crosses her face, her eyes scream, he knows, and female <laughs> B bursts into laughter. She didn't finish her drink, left a good tip, and then they both left pretty much right afterwards.
1: <laughs> There's so much to unpack.
0: <laughs> so let's just start with overhearing stories that people talk about. I, as a bartender, do that all the time. You just, right. I have the best hearing when I'm working and it goes <laughs> completely out the door any other time. But oh, really? Mm-hmm, it does. It does. But you listen to people's stories and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then you hear stuff like this and you just kind of laugh out loud sometimes. You try not to, because then I don't care. People are like, hey, I'll butt in sometimes if I feel like it's necessary.
1: Yeah. There's so much to unpack there. First of all, women have periods. Yeah, people with uteruses have
0: periods. The guy had to know; he knew. He didn't care, right? Like it's not your first time, maybe theoretically, <laughs> maybe. But, but like, like, you know,
1: should, should she maybe have mentioned it? Maybe, but should her friend have said, "You're lucky he didn't kill you"? No, because we're grown ups, right? And if you are if you are not grown up enough to accept that a woman is on her period you are not grown up enough to be having
0: sex right if you're not willing to <laughs> have a little bit of thrown caution into the wind percentage of like this might happen sleeping with random women then right. you don't sleep with random women. Random, random women
1: or sleep with people who have periods ever because mm. they're going to have periods right
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen literally <laughs> i would love to see the hamper is it like on like the the um Star Wars movie where the guy has a handprint on his uh, stormtrooper like you right. know face that has <laughs> this, like this long streak down his clockwork orange poster now,
1: as a man would you just trash your sheets and be fine like what would you do
0: yeah, just yeah
1: you just trash your sheets they're just and done I mean unless they're dark colors and you can throw them in the washer
0: yeah unless they're that 2,000 thread count son <laughs> Egyptian thread
1: but like really like that shouldn't have been that big of a deal but overhearing That story is hilarious.
0: Right. (laughs) That's funny. It would have been funny too. If like, if Bart, if the bar back was like making breakfast and he sees her walk out the door Mm. and then he sees her later that day at the same bar, like what the fuck? Uh (laughs) See that. That kind of reminds me of like a friend's episode.
1: Yeah. That's where that story goes from. To. Oh shit.
0: (laughs) Right. That's funny. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of like, how big is the town they live in? You know, right. like the bigger the town, the more like, oh shit, like right. that's hilarious. If it was like town of 20, but obviously it's not. Right. But you know what I'm saying? And this is posted 12 years ago. So I wonder, I wonder how, uh, how barback Dave is doing.
1: <laughs>
0: the bouncer Dave? Yeah, bouncer Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> Glenn. Is? Did he call her back? <laughs> they were talking on the phone at the bar. Oh, right. You're right. You're right.
0: Did she call
1: him or did he call her? I don't know. It doesn't doesn't say. say, There's
0: 49 replies. We can sit here. (laughs) I actually think a period blood hamper would improve a Clockwork Orange poster. (laughs) But it's not a period film. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Did he ever call her back? Sure did. Sure did. They were on and off for a couple years after that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wild. I mean, good for Glenn.
0: Right. Yeah. It's going to go fuck. He's getting some, <laughs> he's getting some good job, Glenn.
1: It's all about the
0: nookie. <laughs> it's all about the nookie. There we go. I would say from a small world aspect of things of like they happen to go to the bar the next day or two days later uh-huh. and their roommates, that's what kind of puts it out yeah. there for sure. I'll give it a, a Two eight. Two, eight. <laughs> yep
1: assholes of people who think that women don't have periods <laughs> that's it. Oh,
0: no i mean people that don't have sex with people on their periods i guess that's not that's not an asshole. that's your choice and right. as long as you make that known there's no asshole in the story
1: i don't know i still feel like if you if you want to be in a relationship with somebody who has a period then you have to be in a relationship with them all the time not just for
0: three out of four. Well, right, but everyone. that person doesn't exist in the story. That's just a generalization yeah, to the story. Right. So there is no asshole in this story. I don't think. It's just the fun I
1: think the friend is an asshole for telling her that oh, he, you're lucky he didn't kill you.
0: Well, maybe she had a bad experience one time. She didn't well, tell a guy maybe, and the guy yelled at her.
1: Well, maybe that's uh, them problem. <laughs> I'm gonna give this story. I'm gonna go. With 3.1. Okay. Just from the uh, the kismet, as it were.
0: Right. If you have a better story you would like us to read, go ahead, go to our subreddit, Do You Want to Start a Tab? There is a link in the YouTube video or any description of any podcast platform that you're listening to this wonderful ear candy on. Go ahead and submit it and let us read it, and we'll talk about it and have some fun with it. So your turn. Yep. Let's go.
1: All right. <clears throat> this one is called... A hammered customer at the bar finally got under my skin. Okay. Saddle up. Finally. Right. Like, what did he have to
0: do? All right.
1: Here we go. Usually, It's from the subreddit bar or bartenders posted by Great Green Goblins 10 days ago. So this is a very fresh story. Very fresh. All right. It starts. Usually, I am, an ex- I am excellent at brushing everything off and not letting things get to me. This guy was the first one who I'm still frustrated about. I work at a restaurant, not a dive, not a cocktail bar, just a family restaurant slash sports bar. People are usually chill. I've seen maybe a handful of people get cut off in my year and a half working here. Last night, someone comes in and starts to chat up the folks around him who he didn't know. My radar went off and he kept throwing out red flags that I probably shouldn't serve him. So I have a quick word with my manager about him. And the manager looks over and goes, oh, I know that guy. I used to serve him. He's fine. Whatever. So he gets a shot and buys the girls next to him one too. also gets some food. He's clearly bothering them, being touchy and weird, etc. Not speaking clearly, vacant eyes. He asks me for water. Hell yeah, you can have a water as I'm going for it. He yells, and a natural light. Hell no, you can't have that. I say back, don't have it. Sorry. He frowns. Mutters something about, maybe offer me a Miller next time then. And I'm tired of this dude already. Have a word with my manager again about not wanting to serve him. Manager is like, eh, don't give him the shot, but a beer is fine. I give him a Miller. He beckons me over. God, what do you want from me? He starts spouting off, I think you were very rude to me right now. I'm about to give you a life lesson. Listen up. You never know who you're talking to. You never know who has money, etc., etc. Slurring, pretty good. He says something unintelligible. I say, dude, I don't understand what you're saying. He goes, well, fucking understand it, man. You feel like a badass back there and just starts going off. I'm done. I walk away. He's still bothering the girls next to him. I turn my back and this dude is up and walking, stumbling towards the kitchen. Manager is right there. Thank God. He starts asking who's got a problem. Manager goes, "Okay, you're hammered. Go back to your seat. Second later, his food is up. He gets his food and starts complaining about something. No idea what it what he was saying but there was a fucking idiot in there somewhere i just walk away and ignore the guy and i'm irritated now he's also pissed now my manager walks over and talks to him again and he says something out of line i don't know what it was but it, in the end my manager finally says he has to go, he, here's a to-go box you've got to leave the restaurant right now enjoy your food dude bothers several tables on his way up before his buddy finally catches up to him and escorts him out the door Man, I usually don't care, but this dude was blatantly hammered and my manager still has me serve him. I'm pretty frustrated about it. His words don't bother me, obviously, but the situation was just so fucking annoying. That's it. Happy Friday, y'all. Let's get this bread again. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, this this dude's are the OP's attitude.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Top notch. He just seems happy to be here. (laughs) Right. But like oof.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Like dealing with that. I mean, at the end of the day. I get the discretion of cutting. I don't have to ask someone's permission. I mean, again, we're a cocktail bar, so there's only like one or two of us working. Right. And my manager's not always around because she's doing a bunch of other things. Right. So it's up to me or our door guy, Brett, if he's working. And then we're just like, we're all, we tell each other, this guy, woman is cut off. <laughs> but to tell someone, like, oh, no, he's fine. It's like, well, the, it's a whole undermining thing when it comes right. to these situations. It's just right. like,
1: like bartenders should feel empowered to choose not to serve somebody because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you overserve, if something you. happens, it's on you. It's not on the bar,
0: right, or the manager because right. that's they're just managing.
1: You have to take responsibility for that, and nobody's gonna. Your manager's not gonna be there. Well, oh, he was fine. I saw him. No, your manager's gonna throw you under the bus
0: because mm-hmm. they gotta look up for number one,
1: right? So, I mean, if you don't feel comfortable serving somebody, you don't serve them.
0: Yeah, especially then you start being like ordering couple female shots whatever that's normal but then like being like awkward and touching them and stuff like that like oh
1: right like if if the people around you are genuinely having a good time then being drunk and ordering shots for them is fine but being drunk and handsy and belligerent Mm -hmm. rude not okay
0: right it's definitely yeah and then I don't know. Then obviously he's trying to like do better by or drinking water and ordering food and stuff like that. But it's obviously he's past the point of no return. Right. He's done. He right. should have done that three hours ago. Right. But yeah, this just sucks when you're just put in that awkward position. Cause I've been in that awkward position where you have drunk people at the bar and they're just talking to other people. It's like, you can tell that other person feels super awkward right now, but it's like, it's hard to know. Like, how do I come? How do I handle this situation? Because in theory, they're not doing it. They're just bothering someone, which is, I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss that if That
1: person is bothered, but at the same time, like it's not an actionable offense necessarily. Right.
0: Like if they were going up there and just keep touching and I'm like, look, man, like
1: you can't be touching people.
0: Right. You know? And so like that, but, but it's also like, being uh, but it's also like, you know what, maybe at the end of the day, it's if it, at the end of the day, you're trying to present, a an environment where you don't allow any of that to happen. Right. And you just fucking nip it in the butt. And right. You know, at the hotel, we're not really given direction about where to, where this goes, this line at. So I was like, I don't know which way to go because we've, yeah, because we've tried to handle things that we thought was the right way. And then we're told that's not the right way. It's like, what the fuck, man?
1: Well, and, and if you handled it the way that they told you to handle it after that, then you're going to be told that way was the wrong way. There's, there's no winning in any situation. Right. And that's why it sucks to like, to know you should cut somebody off, but like not being empowered to do it or being. Because you know you're gonna to have to suffer the repercussions. Right. They're gonna call the hotel or they're gonna call the, the mm-hmm. establishment and they're gonna complain about you and it's supposed to be your discretion and it, your manager should back you up, but then they're gonna yell at you because you cut off that revenue.
0: Stream. Mm. I think in the two years, because my two year anniversary is coming up, I think I've only cut off three people. I've now went up to their friends and like, I guess i will probably cut off more than that, but I'll go, I'll go up to friends and like, that person's done. Like, right. I'm sorry. like. I know he's trying to hear it, have a good time. And well, for the most part, anymore. the friends are always like, yep, they know. Yep. They know that their friend's done. Right. They just kind of let it go until they're told to. Right. So.
1: Which is a shitty friend. <laughs> like, if your friend is that trashed, make them go home. Mm-hmm. Put them in an Uber, take them to their room.
0: Whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just an awkward always position to be in, you know, right. because. It is a fine line, right? Because you just don't know how these people are going to respond to what right. you're telling them. Usually they're fine, but usually you're going to sometimes you'll get that person that just does not like to be told this or that.
1: Yeah. And so you, you always have to be ready for aggression or for that negative review that people are going to yell at you for. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, I didn't bartend for very long, but when I did, if somebody was obviously belligerent, I would put a water in front of them and like, dude, I'm, I understand that you want to keep drinking, but you need to drink at least two glasses of water before I consider serving.
0: Right. I know a lot of people do that. Like you need to chug this or drink this before you you need to
1: drink this. I need to see you pee, then eat your food. And then once your food gets here Mm -hmm. and you get something else into your stomach, then maybe we can discuss the idea of you having a drink.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. The bartender seems like they did a great job yes. handling the situation into the capacity that they were allowed to handle the situation in. Right. And then obviously the manager realized they fucked up and basically had to kick that person out. Yep.
1: And it's nice that the manager actually like. Owned it. Owned it and, and did kick them out instead of making the bartender do it.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But also it's the. uh I think you're very rude to me right now. I'm about to give you a life lesson. Listen up. You never know who Tidal you're talking fuckers. to. You never know who has money. I don't give a fuck. fuck. Who has I money? I don't care.
0: I don't care. Hey, at the end of the day, actually, you are a shittier person, even though it doesn't matter. Right. But you like is like it seems like in this world, maybe here just in America, but like if the more money you have, the more respectfully, you you, like, you know, like, I don't know, like it's just it doesn't matter. Like you said, it doesn't matter how much money right. you make or nothing I like ho- that.
1: What matters to me is, you're how, human you, being. is how you're treating me, mm-hmm. how you're treating the other patrons at this bar, because I don't care how much money you're about to spend here. Because if you run off every other customer, you're not paying their tabs. Right. I would rather kick out one shitty rich customer than have
0: 10 middle class workers, 10,
1: ten people ordering one drink leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because they're going to come back. Right. And I don't have to worry about you scaring away customers. Right. My customers. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck those people. Like, like I don't need to know. Like, we actually had. Some, oh my god, that sex reminds me. During the, um, the international film festival, our door guy, he IDs almost everyone. Even though he knows they're over twenty one, he just asks for ID just because it's, it's the, cover it's, your ass. Cover your ass.
1: Cya, man.
0: And uh, and um, one guy was bigger than me, like six six, probably two eighty, just a big motherfucker. And his date, girlfriend, wife, whoever, didn't have her ID. Well, he comes up to me he's like, man, fuck that bitch. Like what happened? And he's like, she called me a motherfucker. I go, why? I go, cause I asked for her ID and she didn't have it and said I needed it. And then he asked me, do you know those two? Cause sometimes we'll know them. Right. And then as long as I can vouch for them, but I'm like, I have no idea who those are. I go, why are they asking? He's like, cause then the guy goes, well, do you know who I am? I'm the most important person here in this hotel. I go, tell him he's not the most important person. And, you know, if you want to kick them out. Well, I didn't say that to her. I didn't get to that point because I was right. busy and then just escalated. Not too much worse than that, but just turning this whole ordeal. But it's just like, who are you to say, do you know who I am? Obviously, if you have to say, do I, do you know who I am? You're no one.
1: Or you're not important enough for me to that's, know who you that's
0: are. That's what I'm you, saying. You cannot
1: be making the claim that I'm the most important person in this hotel. Mm-hmm. If I don't know who you are.
0: Right. Because when we have important people at the hotel, they the hotel me. will tell us, hey, this athlete or this person is going to be in the hotel. Right. Okay. Cause then guess what we do? We fucking Google who that person is. So you know, who. They so are. we know who they are because <laughs> yeah. sometimes we don't know who those people are because of, you know, you don't like sports. You don't right. like movies. You don't,
1: you sport. end up sitting next to a very famous athlete for an hour chatting <laughs> with them and have no idea who they are. I loved it. I
0: knew, it. I knew that was still going to happen. I knew that was going to happen and it played off perfectly in my mind. And I, I loved every moment of it.
1: He doesn't look that big when he's sitting on
0: a bar stool. No one looks that big until they <laughs> fucking stand up and like, oh my God. <laughs> Hall of Fame baseball player. Let's just put it there. Yeah. So I actually I haven't seen him for a while.
1: Well, yeah, because everything out is well up and running.
0: Oh. They're about to do construction, but he, I just he's always the nice guy and right. we have our dominoes together later. Today.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a special thing. Yeah. So anyways. So yeah, on that story. Oh, man, it's kind of like not, it's not a fine line, but it's kind of like it could go either way with a higher score or lower score because you know you kind of deal with this shit. But the 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 it's, I, the,
1: it's the it's just like every story. It's the compounding issues. Mm-hmm. I'll
0: it's, give it two three.
1: Yeah, I'm.
0: You know, no, 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 I'll give it two eight because of the manager first. First denying like, oh hey it's good to go, but then like they did own up to it. So that's, you don't see that a lot or, I mean, that's not true. A lot of people will own up to their shit, especially in this world because a lot of things can change in 30 minutes or less.
1: Right. Uh, Mm -hmm.
0: But honestly though, I mean like an hour or less, like a lot of things can happen because there's a lot of circumstances you don't know. So cool. That manager owned up to it. Even though you should have just listened to your bartender and like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, They didn't cut off a table of 10 they cut off one person at the bar. Right. So
1: I was going to give it a 1.8 because it seems like a pretty run-of-the-mill interaction whether or not the bartender um, or whether or not the manager is supportive. But I actually think I'm going to bump it up to 2.3 okay? just because this bartender seems just to have one of the best attitudes I've seen in the industry. Granted, maybe that's just the way they wrote, but they generally seem pretty positive about their job. Right. I you want know. to encourage that.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely. You know what I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to run into this no matter what type of where you work as a bartender, right. no matter where, you, no matter if it's a fucking $500 a plate, yep, or to $8 for and a fucking hour. You're hot always
1: going to have a middle-aged, almost always white person complaining that they deserve better treatment or they need something because you messed something up or right. whatever it
0: is. Yep. So yeah, there we go. There's our two stories for today's episode. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you find this podcast fun, go ahead and give us a rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to. It helps the algorithm and push this in front of more people. But the best way to help us is two ways. Share this podcast with a friend or family member that would find this entertaining. And then also supporting us on our Patreon for $3 a month on patreon.com forward slash do you want to start tab. We do bonus episodes. We interview guests. It's called Last Call. We talked to them about what got them into the industry and what they're doing now with their lives. Then Riley and I also have our own discussions. We talked about how we met one time. Yep. And then on this episode that we're going to refo- or that we're going to record is about me winning. I was best mixologist for the third time.
1: Yep. And that will be released for as next week's episode.
0: That will be released as a bonus episode, free for everyone to enjoy. Kind of like, kind of like, show people what. They could be getting into. So, so you
1: can check it out, see if you want to stick around for the last call with us. Yep,
0: exactly. And always remember don't be a dick, tip your bartenders, and drink responsibly.